We're going to learn. We're up to Perak Lamedavav in Memor Mayane Hashur. This is a this is a Torah that had a very big hashbar on me when I first saw this, which is maybe thirty-seven years ago. When I saw this, it's older than you. It's thirty-seven years ago. I saw this Torah and it, it, and it made a big hashbar on me. Perak Lamedavav. Yisoid Hagula Yisoid Hagula Minha Maasarim Uminatsim Tsumim. The Yisoid of Redemption. Of course, Rabbi Yaakov is not just talking about Mashiach, he's not just talking about the redemption, the ultimate redemption. It means redemption. At any point in life, redemption, being able to come to where you have to come to at that time in your life is called redemption. Not being in your makim, not being who you need to be, not being where you should be, all of that is godless. The aside of gula is always to be free, to be free, to be liberated from all that's imprisoning the person and all that's shrinking and constricting the person from being who he should be the Yisod of Gul is to break out of the prison to break out of the Tzimtzum and to enter into Merchave HaChachma V'Adas, to enter into the expanses of Chachma and Das. V'lishkoid al Dalsois Beis Hashem, and to be vigilant in one's learning. V'lishkoid al Dalsois Beis Hashem, to be consistent. Coming to the doors of Hashem's places, He's referring to all limudim of Torah, but more specifically to learn Pinimiyas Torah. All of the limudim that are explaining to us and helping us to understand the godless, the greatness, and the Ramus of Hashem. Because all of these, all of these limudim, hakadoshim, expand, bring to the expansion one's ability to understand it in a wondrous way, the depths of of knowing God, in a way that is that is appropriate. It's strong, that's healthy. And therefore, Yaakov Meisha says, Kol el any slightest inclination, any progress, improvement that a person makes by way of sharpening his talents and skills, chidud meaning knowing his own kaiches, 
knowing his own talents, his own skills. Any chidud, any sharpening of that, any clarification and sharpening of one's own kaychus and kishreinus. It means that you are more inclined and closer to redemption. Karva al nafshi ga'ala. Karva al nafshi ga'ala. To be closer to redemption means to be closer to one's true self. And it's not just a nice thing to say. That's what this parak is about. To become free from the tzimtzum. That doesn't mean to break with with friends and family. It doesn't mean to, to break with conventional behavior. But it means to become closer and closer and more in touch with one's own kishrainas, with one's own kaychas. And every chidud of a kishrain, any sharpening of one's kishrain, is netia el agula, is a bechina of karva el nafshi gola. Karva el nafshi gola. And the opposite of that is that any nitiya, any inclination on the part of a person to be because he wants to be like somebody else or he's worried or he has to impersonate and to imitate. He has to fit other people's notion of what, of what uh, his tachlis is. Any nitiya to constrain and to constrict and to limit and diminish the use of one's kishrainus, of one's kaychus. Even though on the surface it might seem that the reason that the reason for this symptom is because of yira, of yira Hashem and anava and humility. Any such nitiya of tzimtzum in a person, even though it seems like it's coming from a holy place. I can't, you know, use the humility, what's called in the chesishas form, anova psula, anova psula. Humility that's used by the other side to prevent the person from becoming who he has to be. Any such nitiya towards this type of a tzimtzum, even if it's coming from yira and anova, it means in a tear to gullus. It means drawing oneself further away from redemption and deeper into gullus. It's in a to gullus. And it indicates that this person still has this chayfetz. Still is succumbing to this desire, this need to remain imprisoned to remain in the prison of Golis the prison of Tzimtzum the prison of some other person's life some other person's ideas it's Chaval, you don't have Svarim there's Svarim you can't get Svarim he came back. I believe he came back with a whole stack of swarm. It's chaval. Oasis are good. If it's possible to get. It's kedai if you play. If you, I mean, even if you don't come to the shir, it's kedai to have this. It was just reprinted. It was just reprinted. And they're not going to be. They don't last usually for more than a month or two. When they, 
They usually put out like a thousand or two thousand, and they're gone within a month or two. So, I think Avi has a bunch of them. He came back with a bunch of them. It's chaval. You should try to get it. And and because of this nitia to galus, and this need to feel the security of what other people think about you, and to fit into other people's ideas, and so on. As a result of this, through this, a person falls into a very, very deep place, into a, into a bad place. He experiences nefila amukamoid. There's a lot of this all the time. There's all the time. It's going on all the time. You could find nowadays it's so obvious. You could talk to a guy, he's learning Torah his whole life, he's a yeshiva bach, he knows how to learn, and he's a tzeruch and a keli, and he walks around like, doesn't seem to have any simcha sechayim. And then you meet like uh, you meet like some some bohemian, you know, like sitting in the park in Washington Square, and he's like the happiest guy in the world. So how is it possible? This this bocher is like this bocher is 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 a ben Torah. He's learning Torah. He davens. He keeps mitzvahs, and the guy's like so unhappy. You could see on him the way he carries himself, the way he, he can't get up in the morning. But Kaishi, it's hard him to get up in the morning to drag himself around. He's schlepping around, and then you meet this other guy. He's like. So the easiest thing would be to say because this the bocher is fighting against his taivas, and the and the uh, the other guy, the free spirited one, is giving into his taivas. That's that's a very tiny part of the whole story. The difference, the main difference, is that the yeshiva bocher feels that he's a prisoner, and the artist feels that he's free. The chachma, of course, is to be free while being an eved Hashem. That's the chachm. To be free, to be yourself, and still to come to minion on time. Even though you might say, I feel like staying in bed. So, to just touch up these two people and to say, well, this book is fighting against all of his tibis, and the other one's indulging in his tibis. That's usually the way I like to present it. So it's a very simplistic and shallow way of of skirting the issue. The truth is that this one is a Ben Chayrin. He feels like a Ben Chayrin. The guy in Washington Square feels like a Ben Chayrin. And this guy, who's in the finest yeshiva in the world, whatever, he feels like he's a... He feels like he's, he's a, in, in prison. He feels like he's in prison. And it's the job of the rebellion of our generation. Some of them are going to be you guys. The job of the rebellion and the, the teachers, the parents, which Mitchum, you're all going to be in the mashpiyim of our generation, to help open the prison doors. Opening the prison door does not mean not to keep mitzvahs, God forbid. It means to keep mitzvahs, but to keep mitzvahs in your nusach. means everything shulchan aruch. We're talking about orthodox. Everything, 100% shulchan aruch. But lefi your ruach and who you are, and to address the issue of who you are through Torah mitzvahs, and to find yourself in a capital tehillim instead of saying David Melch's tehillim, to say to say tehillim, but 
how do you see yourself in Tehillim? Where are you in this capital? We know what David Malach was. Where are you in this capital Tehillim? What do you mean, where am I? Try to ask Yeshiva Gali this question. What are you talking about? You just says, say Tehillim. Where are you in Tehillim? Who are you, Bechlam? L'ishtachram and atzimtzumim is the aside of Geula. Any netia of chidud to be mechadeid, that kishvan of myself, is Geula. Any disappearance, any hiding, any retreat into somebody else's world or somebody else's picture of who I am, is Geula's. And from that, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, comes out, Nefila Amukam Ma'oi, which a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people, this is the Yisod of the Nefilas of the last generation before Mashiach comes. And he's not talking about being, no one's God forbid talking about being a free thinker and not being Mashabi yourself to Torah Mitzvahs. We're talking about being on the program. How could one free himself from that prison while remaining in Eved Hashem? Because the freest person in the world, the freest person in the world is a true Ben Tair. But if a person doesn't feel connected to what he's learning, if he doesn't feel a simcha in who he is, and being in yeshiva is the same as being in a prison that he has to finish his sentence there in order that he should be able to marry a firm girl or to be able to do his time, the time that he's officially supposed to be in yeshiva, so this causes nefila amukam It causes tremendous, tremendous nefilas, terrible nefilas. What is it? Is this, can this concept of individuality within these garrett terms, can that be used to understand on a certain level of myself for every year to raise on Sefer Torah? You're 100% right. And the Swarm talk about that. Absolutely talks about that. Chidusharim, other tzaddikim talk about that. That the mitzvah of writing your own Sefer Torah it says by the king that he should read it all the days of his life. But the Svam HaKadoshim say that you should read in your Sefer Torah all the days of your life. All the days of your life. That's what means Bobby Yomim. The Svam talks about it in Chayi Sarah. Yodei Hashem Yimei Tmimim by you Chayi Sarah, not someone else's life. You have to write your own Sefer Torah. And has to be with you every minute of your life. The karba kol yimechayiv. Karba kol means you have to look at that and to read it the same way you have a diary and you look at you open that diary and you read it and it's you. A Jew has to open up the has to open up the Torah that he, and the Torah has to see himself. The karba kol yimechayiv. Yudei Hashem yimei tamimim. Ba'iyu chayis sar me'ashon if ha'esam shon v'shavashon. Kulam shavim l'tayv because it was her life that she was living. Avim zokin bobi yomim. Hashem Baruch Hashav Makol, the biggest bracha of Bakol is Bobi Yomim, that the days that I lived were my days, not somebody else's days. They were my days. It was my life that I lived, not someone else's life. Like so many people, they turn around at the end and they're so bitter that they live somebody else's life, not their own lives. The mitzvah of Ksiva Sefer each person having his own Sefer is very much connected to this. There are other mitzvahs that are very deeply connected to this Indian. For every generation, every tkufa, there's a different R of Hashem's Torah. And each person is a different R. It's all, of course, with halacha. The Gra writes this, the, the, the Gra writes, it's not a chassidish of art. It's Torah. The Gra writes about this in Evan Shlomo, in the, in the, in the ninth parak. 
every generation its own or. The problem is that sometimes you hear the Torah of the last generation, and and the last generation, or you see it in a sefer, or you listen to a, an old rob or something, and what what was what was freedom at that time in 1955, for, for 19 uh, for for 2016 is already is already prison. Uh, it could be vice versa. That kufa was its own or, and that that kufa there was a certain. There was a certain emphasis in a certain way of learning in a certain area of Torah, and that doesn't necessarily that might and that that might have worked for that kufa, and it doesn't work in our kufa. That might have worked for that person, it doesn't work for it. So every time there's a teacher, there's always that danger. And Rav Cook talks about it in, in his Torah in the Irish Hakodesh on persons in Golas where you go to a classroom and the teacher is filling the students with his ideas and his own notions. Of course, everything is, this is the ultimate final Torah, Hashem. This is the only way of learning Torah. I was talking to a chassid guy yesterday, a very, very special Talmud Chacham, who came to talk to him about a certain things, but the school that he's trying to put together is a very, very chash of a person. So the, the vision of the Rebbe, you know, there are two brothers, the, so Rebbe Yisrael, there's a big tzaddik, there's a big elchiyid, this Yisrael. So he was in Williamsburg this past Shabbos to visit some of the chassidim, but he has in Williamsburg. And so all the chassidim have signs up over the whole Williamsburg. Russia, Marusha, Bali'ir. Like, the biggest Russia has come to the city. Russia, Marusha. Because the vision of the rabbi is not this, has different, some different things from your rabbi. So that already qualifies him as being Russia, Marusha, Bali'ir. Russia, Marusha. That's Stam. Russia, Russia, Marusha. Like even Hamid didn't qualify. And the vision of Rebbe is not a tzaddik, because that's tzaddik. So he's a tzaddik that, 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 that they go to, that they belong to some, that have a to the Agud. So that already makes him a Russia, Marusha. It's very easy in Williamsburg to become a Russia, you know what I mean? And here, which is such an open place, they have different ways of making people into Rishonim. It's, it's like it everywhere. They might not use such strong words because there's a very easily used in the in that neighborhood, but which is mostly filled with the most beautiful people in the world. But the words come out very fast. Russia, Apikaris. had this. I was talking. This chassidic kid was going crazy. He was telling me about the tzionim. The tzionim. I said, "Tell me, what is a tzioni?" So a sixteen-year-old boy. He says, "Tzioni is some of the tzionis." I said, "What's tzionis?" Doesn't know. He just knows you're supposed to hate someone who thinks he's a tzioni. And and then the same goes on in the other part. Yeah, also, the, the strong tzionim, they think that all these chavah, everybody's stuck in, 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 in these prisons that somebody else locked you into. And there's always a danger whenever you come into a class, there's always a danger of being tampered with by the teacher, by the rabbi, with the best intentions. Every teacher, every rabbi, hopefully has good intentions. And nevertheless, every single person has to find himself, has to find his way. We gather information, we learn as much as we can, we hear different views and different opinions in different ways. But each person has to, each person has to find himself. That's, that's what Hashem Shabbat wants, that's lech lecha. Lech lecha, lecha, lecha. That's what it means to be a Jew. It's the same tag mitzvahs.
each person, like the Zohar says, is the Fumad, the Mishari, the Every person's Kesha with Hashem is according to the way he is able to figure out that Kesha, Lafi, who he is, that Kesha. And he learns and he reads and he hears and he processes. But at the end of the day, if a person is living somebody else's life, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, because that has a lot, it brings a lot of things along with it. You marry someone else's idea of who you should be married. You don't marry the person you really need to marry. You marry the person who who you think you are marrying, but that's not who you really are. So you're marrying some stranger because she's really not the person that you're pretending to be. And there's there are many, many, many totsaot, many results that come from this nefila. Ad And when a person is in this, in this place, in this nefila, when this person is in the prison of Galus, everything becomes distorted and switched. He thinks that the drachim that are crooked are really straight. Again, he could be hearing a shmuz from a chash of tamachachim. And this, this tamachachim just bashed everything in the life that he's doing. And, and this tamachachim has said, this is the only straight path, which happens to be his path. This is the straight path. This is the, anything other than this is crooked. And then the boy, who's very impressionable, adapts the path of, of that tamachachim, which for him is totally wrong. For him, it's totally crooked. It doesn't work for him at all. It doesn't bring him closer to Hashem. It brings him further and further away from Hashem. It brings him to a place in the Philamuk. He feels totally disconnected from God and from himself. But worked for that Tamachachim, ostensibly worked for that Tamachachim. For him, it's his Chorb. So even Drachim that are crooked, it might be straight for someone else. But for you, it's crooked. And they take light and make it into darkness. That's why there's so many chevr that are walking around nowadays thinking that the Torah is like a death sentence. Learning Gemara is terrible. Sitting in a, in a Besamedris is, is painful. Who made it that way? The Torah itself is, is, or is, is light. And they make, that which is, they make that which is bitter, they make it seem like it's sweet. So it turns out the black Gemara is darkness and it's bitter. And, and the, 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 the other thing that's completely the opposite of Torah, which is whatever Tumit is, that's sweet. That's beautiful. It's a complete perversion of the truth. Everything becomes distorted and, and, and confusing because the person is in that prison. And he's making believe, and he's living a life that's not him. That's not his life. And he can't find the Kaddish Baruch because that's not his path to the Kaddish Baruch. Even though we all keep Teremitzvahs, but in his Avoid, in his Tefillah, in his Avoid, his Hashem, in his learning, he didn't, he didn't find his path. And the other path from somebody else is... It can bring a person to a point where he's not able to think at all 
He's not able to think at all about Ruchnis Dikim Musagim, whereas spiritual concepts, Ruchnis Dikim Musagim. He doesn't feel at all spiritual because to be spiritual, Be'emis, means to be connected to your own Neshama. That's the Ruach. The Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama, to be connected to, my, to, to that deeper part of who I am. But this person is not doing that. He's just imitating, impersonating, he's following somebody else's thing. And because of that, he's imprisoned in that gullus, and he's in this nefila muka, and then he can't connect to any spirituality. Can't think about Ruchni's Dikim Musagim at all. So I'll say that Ruchni's is not for me. I'm not a spiritual person. Say that to Hashem, to Hashem's face, you're not a spiritual person. What does that even mean to say? You're not a Nish Ruach? You're not a Ruchni's Dikim What does that mean? Like you get all these girls calling for Shaduch and they're looking for somebody that's spiritual. I say, what are you? Are you spiritual? What does it mean to be spiritual? Tell me what spirituality is. Spirituality, oh, one means to have a shaykhis to one's own neshama. Whatever that means, to have a shaykhis to one's neshama. When a person says, I'm not spiritual, I don't care if it's a yeshiva bacher or if it's a huge lamdan. It's such a terrible, terrible distortion of Yiddishkeit. A person can't think of Musagim Ruchanim at all. Akedekach, is, is he distant from himself, from his own Neshama? And therefore, all the learning that he does is Mipervalachutz. It's because it's something which is intellectually satisfying or exciting or interesting, impressive, whatever it might be. But no Musagim Ruchanim. He says very strong words now, Rabbi Akamashim. It's like an animal. It's like an animal that can't digest human food. The person is empty because he's far away from who he is and he feels a terrible emptiness, then he's not able to digest Ruchnius. The same with an animal. Doesn't have, I guess, sushi for supper. I don't know what animal. Maybe they do. I don't know what animals eat. But don't eat. But the animal can't have some fine gourmet meal. It's not going to do it for him. It's going to get sick. If you if you throw your goldfish like the wrong thing, you're going to die. If you give your dog some uh, some rib steak, he could drop dead. I don't. It's not going to give him life. So Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, what happens? How is it possible that a Jew has come to such a place in his life? That he's that he's not able bechlal to connect to ruchnis dikim musagim, like an animal that cannot digest human food. So he can't digest. He can't digest a piece of musar, a piece of chasidus. He can't digest a piece of kabbalah. He can't digest uh, an ishuchani. He can't digest that. So the animal can't digest human food. And a person who is in Gullus can't digest the or of Gullah of Mashiach. Can't digest it. Doesn't, it doesn't seem to him to be food that he could eat. 
has made himself so far from Ruchnius that he can't digest Ruchnius. He can't digest it. Not only it doesn't have any appeal to him, not only it doesn't have the, the Ruchnius doesn't have an appeal to him, Imamish can't take it. And when he, when he hears it, he thinks, what is that? That's nothing. What are you talking about? He can't, he can't digest it. So you chalach shayv klal al dvar musagim ruchaniyim. V'im ki adam u'behemat Hashem, even though adam u'behemat Hashem, Rabbi Yaakov says that Hashem will help, helps everybody, the adam and the behemah, Nevertheless, this is not the path that leads to redemption. That a Jew should not be able to digest Ruchnius. That a Jew is so far from himself that he's in a place of Golis. This is not the path that leads to Gaul. And one should get far away from these Drochim Mutsumtsamas. How is it that in every single yeshiva in Yisrael, in every single yeshiva in Yisrael, the Rebbeim, I mean, not everyone, but for the most part, the Rebbeim is saying that every single one of you is destined to be to sit and learn for the next 35, 40, 50 years. Could you explain that? How could that be? When did this happen, that there's this wholesale thing, that every single person, like, that this guy is not would not be a better Jew if he's out working or on the farm or he's like when did that happen that every single Jew is like, must be that's the only way he could be a Jew and to be anything other than that even to be a teacher of Torah it's embarrassing his friends are going to have to you know going to have to leave him and his wife's humiliated she's the only lady on the block whose husband is working or in the building how does such a thing come to be such a goal is Ki'ilu, that's for every single person to be sitting and learning all day. And what happens as a result of that is nefila amukam ha'od. Thousands and thousands of wonderful men who would be productive, ha- happy, and healthy Jews who would learn every day, a morning in the, uh, an hour in the morning, or an hour at night, and do mitzvahs and asam toivim and davim with a fire and be good fathers and good husbands. Thousands and thousands of nefila amukam ma'od, ma'od, ma'od. Fall into very dark, Terrible places, not just an Edison. So all the rebbeim could just blame everybody else. You blame the internet, you blame the street, you blame society, you blame the chilonim, you blame the government, you blame uh, Lapid. You, know, you just you just blame everybody else. Did you ever stop and think maybe that the guy that's sitting in front of you just has had it? He can't do it. He, it's time for him to move on. Do you ever think about that? Then maybe, he, like like Jews have done for thousands of years, his Indian is to to learn a little bit in the morning, a little bit at night, and to just to be an elochiyid and to to make a living and to to help other people and so on. Do you ever think maybe it's a possibility? The answer is no. For many many of the teachers in Rebbeim, the answer is no. It can't be. It's, every single person has to stay and learn. This is. The cause of nefila amukam ma'od, 
And anybody who speaks against it, like I am right now, is a michutz. Michutz l'machna, like I am. It's michutz l'machna. Michutz. Outside. I mean, everybody's the same. Everybody. Yeah, because then they'll quote a postage, they'll say, Chazal, how the Torah is for everybody. These Chazals. All we need is one of those things, which most of them have. All we need is a computer or a phone. It's just... Where does it say that you have to learn Torah all the time? You get, you can get at least three hundred, not three thousand nice things will come up on your screen, and then you just take them over and you say them in the year. and you see a guy that's dying in front of you. Mom is dying because he's been he's been through you know the the second parak above a comma fourteen times. He, he doesn't know what to do with his life, and and uh, you tell him no, you're not, you, you, you can't leave. Very, very terrible fall into the Golas. He has, this person has Kishrainas. He has Kaichas. He has skills. He has talents. But he was taught from the beginning that he has to run away from his Kaichas. And there's only one way that he could be a real Jew, and that's by learning all day. And that's not his Kishwin. To learn, of course, but that's not his Kishwin, to sit all day and learn. And he doesn't see where he's getting with it. And he doesn't feel that he's being productive. So now they're all scrambling to try to make different kind of different kind of kailum. So there's a Taharas kailum, there's a Kajim kailum, there's a Arachayim kailum, there's an Evan Ezra kailum, there's a kailum for Chesidus, there's a kailum for Kabbalah, there's a kailum for this, there's a kailum for that, there's a kailum. The main thing is not to go out not to be out and to perpetuate this the prison the imprisonment of thousands and thousands of healthy young men such an avla such a a cruelty I see there's something which is cruel I see the other way also if someone has big kishrenes to be a huge tamachacham and he can be a god of Yisrael that's that has to be nurtured and asked of course and it would be cruel to, to pull him out of that it's the same thing it's also cool to fight against that. But the Nakuda that all of the cruelty, all this cruelty she has in common is that it's that imposition of your will upon somebody else, even though the person is different than you. And recognizing that the person could be a God fearing Jew, even though it's not exactly in your Tselem and Demus. It could be a God-fearing Jew. Therefore, Rabbi Yaakov Meishu says, Chalila, Chalila God forbid we shouldn't imagine that the constriction, the Tzimtzumim, and the Hamatas HaKeshreinus, and the and diminishing and running away from one's own Keshreinus, that these are Drochim Tahiris, that these are pure paths, this, this is the right thing to do. And that somehow this is going to bring you to tshuva. These are not darche tshuva, these are drachim of golos. Tshuva means to return to yourself. Period. That's what tshuva means. To return to that state of who you really are. Which is lakayin yisham shesadibitayri. And through this, you also drag the Shekhinah to Golas. That 
Hashem says, you have brought me into this narrow place. Tzara means a tzara, but it also means a bunk of tzara. It's a goal of Shechina. When a Jew is not who he's supposed to be, and not happy and thriving in his avodah, according to the way that he could be an Eved Hashem, so then Hashem is stuck with him in that Makam Tzar. That's not the way of Tshuva at all. The Ikra of Tshuva is to lift the Shechina out of Golis. Not to, not to lock the Shechina up into a prison. It's to take the Shechina out of Golis. That's, that's, that's what Tshuva means. Getting out of Golis, not going deeper into Golis. Therefore, there's no Eitzah. The only Eitzah is to uplift our way of, to, to bring to a higher place, our way of thinking, deeper and deeper, to learn the depths of Torah, the inner light of Torah, which is a world of chaos, of freedom, of yovel, of being free, of coming to the to the place of neshama and trying to understand what is my neshama, who am I? Laharchivas adas l'samech esalev harchovas adas and simchas esalev laoidei desamoyach to encourage the brain to think, to think, not just to be a robot, to think. Lachoninus eruach and to establish one's ruach. The roimei melanase es hanefesh. And to lift up the nefesh, the moach is the neshama. Then he said ruach, and then he says nefesh. Ula afiach es haneshama, b'chol hegyon demachshava, and to infuse neshama into every thought, b'chol peula ma'aseh, into everything that one does. Ramach evarim shasagidim kol atzmoisay tarmana hashamicha moach. The tachlis is to come to a place of my entire being is saying Hashem Michamach. My entire existence, me, not someone else, I inside of myself, Nefesh Ruach Neshama, Chai Yechida, my goof, my Nefesh, my Ruach Neshama, all together is saying Hashem Michamach. Not that I'm reading somebody else's script, but my kolatz, my sight, all of my limbs are saying Hashem Michamach. Not somebody else is saying kolatz, my sight, I feel that. Not that I'm just reciting. I feel and every single part of who I am So if a person has an etiyah to being artistic, if a person has an etiyah to being a good fundraiser, if a person has an etiyah to helping people, talking to people, that's how Hashem speaks to us without kishrainas. That's geula. That's geula. To ignore those sounds of Geula is to is to sink deeper and deeper into Golas. That's all. And the Nefil is in Golas. Very, 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 very deep in Golas. Hashem is Bosh help us now. of Karvel, Nav, Shigol, each and every one of us. And that should bring the Gula of Am Yisrael, should be ready. Not just Karvel, it should be Mamish. It should be Nigla, a Nainu, in a very, very real a very real way for all of us and all of our music.